Eligibility, HR, and sick leave. All on today's Fedna Babble. Welcome to Federal Babble, um, where we make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans in under 20 minutes. I'm Cassie Knight. And I am Kevin Jones. And we're going to take your questions that you submit online at FedNabble.com or from workshops that we do. And we're going to take those and answer them. And so question number one today is, I am 57 with 35 years FERS. Is that eligible for retirement? Cassie, what do you think? Well, short answer is yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So the rules for eligibility for FERS are full retirement, or I'm sorry, minimum retirement age, which is between 55 and 57, depending on your year of birth. So if they're 57, that's the that's the top end. You're good to go. Um, you've met the age requirement, and then your years of service, obviously. So um, they have to be uh, 57 with 30 years of service or MRA with 30 years of service, 60 with 20, 62 with five. And so clearly um, this person, um, not sure boy or girl, but <laughs> they have met their, their full eligibility for an immediate retirement. Whether or not that is a good idea or not, I cannot tell you, but it they've definitely met the requirement for being fully eligible and yeah. to receive an immediate pension. Now, I re in, in the webinar that I gave, I remember this question coming in, and we answered those live, and I thought, I just, my first reaction was, I, first, I just covered this. <laughs> didn't, didn't you see the chart? But then I, when I really started thinking about it, I, I have heard so many times where people come up and say, so you had that chart, Kevin, but I heard, and, I, and right there, it's okay. like an, okay, got it, right? I heard yeah. that if you take your age and you take your years that you've worked and put them together, that determines when you are eligible to retire. And that is an old, old rule that is so far gone that's not even yeah, in existence. That's... But it's still – and that's the thing that gets me is that it's still passed on. It's still passed on from one person to another because they think that that's the way it works. And I think the critical piece about this is that federal employees need to understand their benefits up to date, not as they were 30 yes. years ago, not even as they were last year, because the rules have changed. On, yeah. Honestly, the rules have changed from last month when it comes to Social Security, mm -hmm. right? What you got, so, get Social Security taken out of and now you don't. And uh, I mean, it's it's incredible. So federal employees need to stay up to date. And I think that that's where these simple questions, those come in as, as, a, as a previous understanding of something different that they were told at the water cooler that doesn't exist anymore. Absolutely. We, you know, we love to just demystify yes. those, um, I don't know what you would call them, but just the, the water cooler talk, right? Yeah. Like, let's get clear on what the rules are today. Not yesterday, not six months ago, not last year, not 30 years ago. What are the rules today? And let let those rules apply to, you know, that employee 
for what their situation is, whether they're FERS, CSRS, you know, CSRS offset, FERS transfer, um, special provision type employee, I mean, postal employee, there's so many different types of employees and the rules are constantly changing. I mean, military reserve technicians currently aren't able to have TRICARE in retirement and they're working on a bill to try and make that happen. And so they're constantly, there's, there's bills on the house floor or wherever and how that process works on, you know, they're trying to update these every single day constantly. Um, And so, you know, if you have a question though, please submit it and help us, um, give you clarification on what it is on how that works. And because we really want to make sure that people understand what the rules are today and what they can and cannot do. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Thank you. Okay. That's question number one. Question number two, my HR guy at my facility stated not to take Medicare part B that BCBS blue cross blue shield is enough. What is your opinion? Oh, what's your favorite phase, Kevin? <laughs> well, okay. B- before we even get there, before we even answer this question, there's a fundamental flaw in the question, in mm-hmm. and of itself. Whenever you hear, my HR guy told me to do something, that is completely wrong in and of itself, because, and and, and it's the same with us. To tell you the truth. Your H, uh, the federal employee's HR guy should never be telling any federal employee what they should do. They should only say, this is how it works. You and I will never say, you have to do this. We will only say, this is how it works and here are options. But anytime HR or OPM says, okay, you don't need to take Medicare Part B because your FEHB is enough, they have overstepped their bounds and have mm-hmm. gone into some place that is all, I mean, honestly, it's forbidden. So that's yeah, the I, fundamental I, flaw. I appreciate what he's trying to do, right? Because mm-hmm. HR and all of those folks, they really do have a tough situation where they're just trying to, you know, tell employees the best information that they have available to them. However, not always is it the best information for that employee because they don't take into consideration other aspects when it comes to these decisions, right? right? There are a lot of different factors that come into play. What is that person's health like? What is their spouse's health like if they're married, right? Do they intend to be married if they're not, Right. Um, right? And what does that do I mean, do they even talk about the um, Part B premium um, penalty? (laughs) I mean, is that going to be a concern for that employee? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, what are the what are the financial implications, and do they really understand how that works if they don't take Part B? Right. And and really, to answer this, they would have to go to a financial professional who understands federal benefits And, and. and meet with them and really say, okay, financially, to avoid possibly thousands of dollars in penalties or paying out for premiums or fees that you never needed, which we've seen happen all the time, how do I keep as much of my money as as possible and yet at the same time have all the coverage that I need? And Mm -hmm. so... 
An Absolutely. HR person cannot, and, and you're right, HR wants to help. I totally get it. And I really can't blame them because sometimes they're not guided as, as much as they should be, not only in the rules, but in what they can say and what they can't say. So I, I, I don't, I can't fault them for that, but. Right. So I'm going to say, yes, it depends. It depends. <laughs> yep. That's a simple answer here. Um, because you really have to t like take a look at, you know, um, what does that cost look like? What is the current BCBS plan that you're on? I mean, what are your out-of-pocket expenses if something catastrophic, catastrophic happens? And what does Medicare cover, right? And how do they work together? And that really, um, if you guys want that information or you want to um, have one of our financial planners be able to answer that for you, then please let us know because we can help you get the information that you're looking for. They're going to be able to um, really distill down what are your benefits, what type of plan are you on, what are your other factors going on here, and really kind of guide you on whether or not this yeah. is a good decision. Yeah, what are all the options out there that you mm -hmm. don't even know or, and you've never heard of before? So... So many different things can be done. Okay, good. Whew. All right, now that I'm calmed down <laughs> from that one. Question number three, can I use all my sick leave before retiring? What do you think? Mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yep, neither do <laughs> I. Huh, interesting. Because, okay, let's be honest. This depends on the agency. It does, yes. Okay. Um, some agencies allow employees to do this. Um, others are very strict on how sick leave can and cannot be used. And they may require, um, you know, some sort of uh, medical statement or medical reason or medical note that says why you need to be out that long. Right. Okay. Um, and it also depends on how much leave you have. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, if you can take you know, every Thursday and Friday off for the next six months, then that might be one way to use it up if you're not, if it's not going to be enough to actually, um, you know, make a difference in your pension amount. Right. Okay. But somebody who's got, you know, 2000 hours of sick leave, they may want to hold on to it because they're going to add, you know, that much more time onto their pension. And so it really depends on, um, you know, how much sick leave they have and what their agency uh, says on how to use it. Yeah. And, and it really is, I, I don't want to say that simple, but it almost is that simple. <laughs> um, because again, this can get a little bit more complicated, but overall, mm -hmm. that's it. I mean, there are, there are factors of, and, and you know, we talk about a lot of financial things in this podcast and rules and how it affects finances. But at the same time, we also have to remember that there's a mental and emotional impact to this as well. Mm -hmm. If someone is ready to go mentally and they can't handle it anymore, then maybe they work with HR and figure out, okay, how much sick leave can I take off and how, when, what big of chunks can I do it in a month chunk? Can I do it in three day chunks or whatever that is? Or mm -hmm. maybe it's uh, you know, they want more peace of mind and have a bigger pension so they actually hold that sick leave and make their pension amount bigger. So right. it's a mental game 
as well as a financial game at the same time. Absolutely. And, you know, in the reports that we prepare for federal employees, we're listing out how much of a difference sick leave makes to your pension, right. how much of a difference it makes, um, you know, or how much time rather it can add um, to that pension amount. And so you can see, OK, I have two weeks and, um, you know, it's not going to make that much of a difference in my pension. I should just use those two weeks of sick leave. Right. And so um, really distilling down, though, how that's going to affect your pension and if it's going to be um, something that, you know, is worth it or not, um, is one of the things that our trusted advisors can answer for you. So um, go to fednobabble.com and you can get that report, um, you know, or at least let us know that you're interested in our report. And then we can have one of our financial planners reach out to you and let you know, uh, get the information that they need to build out the report. And it's very comprehensive. It includes your pension amount, you know, sick leave, annually payout, um, all of those different things. And it's no cost, no obligation, um, no right. sales pitch at the end. So they're not going to tell you that you have to work with them or anything like that. Um, but they simply want to be able to arm federal employees with that knowledge to be able to make the correct financial plans so that way they can gain financial success. Yep. Um, that's what their what their goal is, and that's what our goal is too. So also, you can also submit a question at fennobabble.com, and if we use your question, we'll send you something for free. Yep. In fact, I've got it. Hold on. Just for the fun of it. Oh, boy. Bum, bum, bum. Look at that bad oh, boy. Look oh, at that. Look at that. Fennobabble <laughs> t-shirt. Love it. <laughs> also, if you would... Subscribe. Uh, what else? I mean, there's subscribe, there's follow, there's whatever platform you're on. <laughs> Just make sure you get notifications so that when these come up, you 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 look at them, you you learn every time. We want we want federal employees to learn about their benefits and be armed with the information that they need to have a great retirement. So make sure you're learning. Make sure you're sharing this with your coworkers. And make sure that they understand because they're retiring too and they have misconceptions of how this all works. So until next time, have a fabulous day.